This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy.
Jersey, Judah, <clears throat> back. Been gone for a minute. Not really. Uh, didn't do nothing Thursday. Didn't do nothing Friday. And I'm doing something now. Saturday, 4.30 p.m. The sun is already setting. I I like fall, but I do not like fall. I like fall right after summer, but I hate fall right before winter because you kind of know what's coming. Plus, I'm not a holiday type of nigga either, so I really don't give a shit about the holidays. But anyway, I'm back, Jersey Judah, with another edition, another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. All right. I want to give a shout out to my homeboy, Randy, for helping me choose this topic. Matter of fact, I never gave this nigga a birthday shout out. You know what I mean? My boy, Randy... His birthday was just recently, um, which was on the, I don't fucking remember. Which day was this nigga's birthday on? I got to look this up because uh, this is the guy that's pretty much been, um, oh, his birthday was the 8th. So a salute shout out four days ago. Salute shout out to Randy um, helping me decide the topic of tonight, which the topic of tonight will be the loner lifestyle. Now, this is connected to uh, previous videos that I've done. Um, loners, uh, wait, what was it? Uh, solitude, the realm of loners, and numerous other. Uh, we're going to be going over a couple things about this topic. All right, the loners. Guys like myself who don't really fuck with many people. Uh, the misconceptions of it and everything else. We got video from Special Town. Special Town. And that video is called 12 Personality Traits of the Loner. Then we have... Shit, I got something else, but I don't fucking know what it is, actually. We know we got the damage report, you know. <laughs> the Young Turks, let me just let you guys know, give y'all a fair warning, like, no, I don't support... Young Turks, I really don't support left-leaning uh, liberal media, but I do find the video to be funny. So it is single men in America hit with scary truth. Single men in America hit with scary truth. Um, I want to see what this other fucking video I have, because I have three videos here for this episode. Um, let me just see real quick. I'm professional. Okay. Gentlemen, what's up, guys? It's B. Another day. Oh, all right, hold up. Another workout. Yes, sir. Uh, Friday, man, getting it in. Hopefully you guys take All right, now I got to look this nigga up real quick. My bad. Very unprofessional episode, but hey, fuck cares. Um. We're going to have to find this guy so I can give him a shout out. If I can give a Young Turks, the Young Turks uh, affiliate channel a shout out, then I got to give this nigga a shout out. Shout out to Game Over MGTOW. Game Over MGTOW. And that video was called, Now I Understand Why So Many Men Are Loners. All right. 
we should start off with that just to give y'all a brief introduction and in what I'm talking about. How about that? How about we do that? Gentlemen, what's up, guys? It's B. Another day, another workout. Yes, sir. Uh, Friday, man, getting it in. Hopefully, you guys taking care of yourself, staying positive. Uh, yeah, uh, decent week this week, man. Got a lot of stuff done, but uh, yeah, I was just working out. I was thinking, like, I understand now why so many men are loners, man, and why so many men just choose to roll solo because, I mean, it's, it, it's pointless to hang with some of these people, man, especially a lot of the people that don't do what you do, man. If you ain't into what I'm into or doing what I'm doing, then it's pointless to it's pointless, you know, for us to hang with each other, man. And that go for family members, exes, you know, just friends in general, man. And especially family members, especially family members, right? Um, a lot of people, i.e. women, will think loners, oh, well, this guy must be lonely, this guy must be this, he must be that. No, he's just really fed up with dealing with people around him. So he figures his best option is to go along with what I talk about, the solo campaign, right? You got your objectives you need to do. You don't really need that many people around. And you kind of just do you. You do what you have to do. I mean, women don't understand this because they speak most. They, they spend most of their time seeking attention. Yeah, and it's just uh, it makes more sense to 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 you know stay solo. I just, you know, and I always say like I never get myself into nothing. I can't get out. I have. Never- All right, let me see something. This fucking faggot fucking phone, man. Swear to God, just to boost the audio, I got to listen to an ad. I'm fucking believable. Any day now. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. All right. I've gotten myself into nothing I can't get out, but every time I deal with somebody else i'm always caught up in something some just way out shit man and fuck all that i don't you know i can you know i uh, I can get myself in trouble you know and i can you know if it's just me i know all the ins and outs of what's going on so i know how to get out of it you know i don't need nobody's help man and yeah what else i got on here yeah especially in the uh Especially in the black community, you know, in the black community, Uh-oh. they damn near shame the blue collar man, you know, as far as. Let's get it. Like if you a truck driver or deliver for Amazon or work in the warehouse, you know, you shamed, you know, even like mechanic, you know what I'm saying? Or doing like moving jobs and side jobs and stuff like that. They they look down if you ain't in the NBA or NFL or rapping or D boy, then I was about to say are are, are selling drugs or gang banging or destroying your community. Yeah, this is the problem that I bring up often in the black community. Any black man that wants to step out of the comfort zone. In a lot of cases, in a lot of scenarios, your best option is to step out of the community. A lot of guys don't want to hear this, but who the fuck cares? Okay. Like you, 
and, and similar to what he said, like growing up, that was my problem. I was just very bored and I would always find myself in circles of people that didn't give a fuck about me. Circles of people who didn't have, um, didn't have me in any of their best interests. And I usually had found myself in some trouble, not serious trouble, not in trouble with the law, really. It's just being around bad circles just out of hopes of being a part of something or simply not being bored. Sometimes the best thing you can do in life is be bored because when you're bored, you're not faced with the possibility of, you know, uh, you're not, it's hard to explain. When you are bored and you have a mind of your own, you'll find activities to do. You'll find creative things to do, like make music, like podcasts, or you can just sit back and play video games. Yeah, that sounds bad. Oh, sitting back and playing video games. But if you're working five to six days a week and you have a day to yourself and you want to sit back and play video games, go for it. That's going to get you. That's actually going to keep you out of trouble. You ain't in, you know what I'm saying? And and that's just, the, and, and, and it's sad as far as like how the black community is, man. And that's just what it is. And that's why it's kind of good to have a schedule, you know, have you a routine, have a schedule, stay busy, keep your hands busy, stay active, man. And, you know, a lot of these people too, it's never them. It's never their fault. Nothing is their fault. Nothing is you know, they'll never take responsibility or they'll never take, uh, you know, they, they want all the credit, but they don't want no blame. And a lot of these people, it's them. Man. And, you know, especially with how society is, you know, society is just is getting to the point where they've had they've they've lost their mind. man. It's like it's not even making sense anymore what they're saying. And a lot of the stuff they're saying ain't making sense. And. I know it ain't just me, man. I mean, it just makes more sense for me to take a step back and just focus on what I'm doing. And it may be, you know, I may live a boring life, you know, or whatever, but I'm OK with it. So, you know, as long as I see that's and that that's sort of the uh, catch 22 of it. Right. Something that a lot of people deal with. It's like the catch 22 of. All right. I'm not getting involved with bad people. I'm not getting involved with negative people in general, but I have a pretty boring lifestyle, right? Um, This is where you have to be creative. This is where you have to come up with ideas, hobbies, activities, things to keep you sane, things that keep you functional, right? If not, then, you know, that can be, loneliness can be a cause of your own destruction. For a lot of people, and I've talked about this on numerous occasions, a a lot of people can't be by themselves. A lot of people, when they go outside and when they go places, they need somebody beside them, right, to feel that they belong. But then you have rare individuals who don't seem to give a shit about all that. You know what I mean? They're breathing. They're healthy. They're maintaining. They don't need a crowd, right? They don't need an entourage. But hey, like I said, this lifestyle and this, I mean, granted, this may not be per se connected. But I think this is in a way connected to the red pill or if anything, it's connected to going your own way. You know, what I mean, being comfortable in your own skin, being comfortable in your own company. You know, like I said, rather than looking for an entourage and a crowd of people to belong to. 
okay with it as long as I edit, I'm not in no drama or no chaos and no silly stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm all right. I ain't tripping. I don't need no excitement. You know, especially when. Sorry about that. Yeah, I don't need no excitement, especially when it's got a, uh, you know, a, a somewhat of a brain attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't really need all that in my life right now. And, and, and it ain't even really that exciting, to be honest. But yeah, man. Um, and then I was watching one. What is that? RPM videos, man. He was talking about what he's saying. Uh, that they're going to decriminalize in, in New York, that they're not going to prosecute prostitution. My niggas in New York. Shit, I'm about to move to New York, man. <laughs> Damn. Decriminalizing prostitution. That's stage one. Y'all already know what I was... Y'all already know, like, when it comes to prostitution, women are out there practically selling themselves already. Right? They're selling themselves already. And these are modern women that are selling themselves. One way or another, OnlyFans, Instagram, um, anything of that nature... Or well, she'll put herself out there half naked without any money. So what happens is when these conversations of prostitution, right? Are these conversations of decriminalizing prostitution? A lot of those women who are out there pretty much selling themselves, oh, they're going to have something to say. Because if they legalize, listen, if they legalize prostitution, right, OnlyFans would, 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 would just cease to exist in the way that people see it as. Like, And I want to see it happen just so it's like that moment where all these fucking, you know, slores and 304s, all of these bitches were losing their mind because, you know, OnlyFans was talking about getting rid of uh, explicit content, nudity, and porn and shit. But then I guess OnlyFans kind of fell into the loop that, hey, this is the only thing that's making us money. So they said, fuck it, green light. But that's what, it, that's what I want to see. I want to see, like, the misery in a lot of the 304s slurs, whores, and whatnot, when prostitution is no longer looked at as bad. But then again, prostitution is never really looked at as bad when it comes to women. It's only looked at as bad when it comes to men purchasing pussy. But anyway, let's get back into it. But that don't make sense, though. So what is it? It's so basically, but they go, so they're going to prosecute the men by, you know what I'm saying? It's just... Nice thinking. That excellent point. Excellent point. By them decriminalizing prostitution, it pretty much means that the prostitutes, the property, will not get prosecuted. But guess what? What about the guys buying it? Excellent thinking. I didn't even think about it like that. So they 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 not gonna prosecute the women, but they they what is it? So what are they saying? Is it legal or you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just it's crazy, man. How they just word stuff to benefit women, but I mean, 
if you out there caught buying, you know what I'm saying? Then you, you know, it's just a chance. You, it's, it's just too much of a risk. And then if you got some type of, uh, you know, status or something, they gonna blackmail you. You know, oh well, you know, we need this X amount of money, or we gonna, you know, turn you into the news or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he was caught over here buying sex. You know what I'm saying? Just ruin your whole life, man. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's men. That's that's men when it comes to sex. Right? That's men in general, right? Woman goes out there for sex any way that she can, it's empowering. Man goes out there for sex, he's a creep. You know what I mean? Man goes out there for sex, he's a fucking creep. Oh, we got some we got some hood booger action going on over here. So I hate this fucking town with a passion and I hate the people in it. Like, see, this is what creates the loner for me. And I have a couple of things written down. And this is like my quest to really being a loner, right? So socially, there's a separation from society. Not not society as a whole. Of course, you still have to socialize. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, um, separation from those around you, like those that bring nothing to you. You know what I mean? They're just, they're just in close proximity and it's like, there are people around you by default, but it's not really people you generally care for. And you know, those people don't care for you. So by that social separation, it came with the red pill. Like, okay, now you know this information. A lot of people around you are not going to understand it. And if they understand it, they only understand 25% of it. Like I stated before, PUAs is being looked at as red pill, right? Primarily, right? Um, Dating coaches and relationship coaches are looked at as primarily red pill, right? But... If you're about self-development, you tr- you generally don't give a shit about those things, right? Then comes in with the separation, the political separation. You know what I mean? Stepping outside of the box, seeing seeing other outlets of people or outlooks of people, right? Stepping out of the democratic plantation as a black man, okay? That creates separation. So now the conversation, it's not even, there's not even no means of having an important conversation anymore. Because that important conversation, if it goes politically, uh, a lot of black people don't give a fuck about it. That's just the reality of it. Then, with the political separation, on top of the red pill and on top of social separation, comes racial separation. That's right. Now, I'm not saying this as uh, white supremacist, black supremacist, none of that. I'm just saying you don't belong. If you have this, if you have this way of thinking, you do not fit in with the mold of what everybody wants you to fit in. So you're automatically an outsider. You're automatically ostracized. You see what I mean? So that just creates, you know, the separation. But then, like I stated, if you have things going on, if you have hobbies, if you have things that you have to do, if you have a job, if you're working, 
if you're constantly moving five to six days a week, those things don't really bother you. Now, it's a tough pill to swallow. A lot of people won't be able to handle it. But, you know, if I can do it, anybody can do it. You see what I mean? But we're going to go to the next video. It's an excellent point there. Make sure you subscribe to the content creator. Okay. And fuck, I don't even know what video is next, man. But fuck it, we're just going to play it. There's apparently been a recent rise in. Oh, the damage control, the damage control, guys. The left media. I mean, he's going to insult men. Anybody, any man on the left who has like notoriety, he's going to talk shit about men. It's not going to be women. It's just going to be men. So fair warning. Let's get it. There's apparently been a recent rise in what are being called lonely single men. And when you look at the numbers, the trend is pretty clear. If you take a look at this chart from Pew, the uh, percentage of men uh, that are without a spouse or a partner has been increasing from back in 1990 at 29% of those between 25 and 54. It's now, I'm not great at numbers, but I'm going to say 50% higher at 38 now, you do have a rise in cohabitation that is becoming more common. But even when you consider that, there are more men of sort of prime dating years that are not dating or married. Now, the cohabitation part, well, you know, bitch need a place to sleep, right? I mean, bitch need a place to, to lay her head. That doesn't necessarily mean that the person that she is with it doesn't mean that she's committed to the person that she's with. You know, it's pretty much like <laughs> it's pretty much like dick and pussy for shelter. That's pretty much what that is like in a means of survival. That's that's how a woman will do what she needs to do. Um, and the data shows that fairly clearly. It's been rising for about uh, 30 years. And in fact, now men are more likely than women to be unpartnered. That was not the case several decades ago. You can actually take a look at that trend over time in this next chart. Oh, I wonder why that's the case. Hmm. Does it have anything to do with social media? Does it have anything to do with the entitlement of women because of social media? Just wondering. Um, women uh, are at a higher rate, going from 29 to 36% over about three decades. Uh, but the men are higher. And there has now been this divergence right there. And uh, look, depending on who you talk to, they interpret this in a different way. And the, the stakes of the, the debate are interpreted differently. Some would point out, as Pew has in this chart, that unpartnered men fare worse economically than partnered men. I would question the direction of the causal arrow there. It is possible that it's not a causal thing. Or maybe it's there's a percentage or a share of both directions. I don't know. But anyway, um, this is a real thing. And my fear, Adrian, is that the, the dominant response to this will come from uh, the incels who, you know, oh. uh, very often move rapidly from. Well, what do you know? The left with the attack on the incels. It's like. These bum ass soy boys, right? Like they can't get enough of the incel. I think a lot of these guys are just closeted incels. It just makes them feel better to talk shit about incels, to talk shit about 
male virginity, to talk shit about male loneliness, to make themselves feel better. It's like, it's, 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 it's pretty fucking, it's pretty fucking mind blowing. If you think about it, everybody wants a piece of the incel. Everybody. Um, you got, I don't know, trad thoughts, right? Traditional conservatives. And I do mean that who, Hey, if they need a talking point, let's just make fun of the incels. And then you would have quote unquote red pill guys like, yeah, incels aren't shit either. Yeah, incels, incels, incels. And it's like, all right, nigga, we get it. All right, we get it. What's your point? Are you going to say it's just the incels fault that men are alone? Is it? An acknowledgement of the problem to demonizing other men and all women, in fact, potentially moving to lethal threats of violence or carrying it out. Oh, here you go. Yeah, here we go. There's that propaganda we all love. We love connecting the incels to school shooters. We love it. Even though, like, what, one or two people went along with the act? The only person that I know that did what he did and aimed it towards incels and pretty much semi-black pill shit is Elliot Roger. Like, when are they going to come up with a new talking point? Like, is it all just incels? Is it all just the involuntary celibate men that are causing problems? Do women, like, and this is just guys who are cuckified. Like, this, this guy doesn't really give a shit about the situation. It's just a chance for him to talk shit about incels. And he's going to mention MGTOW or Red Pill or the Manosphere next. I guarantee you. By the way, I did not listen to this. Um, or, you know, people like Jordan Peterson and Tucker Carlson, massive grifters that play to men's fear about their masculinity. Uh, now, you know, I don't I don't agree 100 percent with uh, Jordan Peterson, but I think Jordan Peterson is useful. Uh, Tucker, Tucker Carlson is just, you know, I mean, he 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 he's he's a grifter. If you're connected to any mainstream media platform and all of a sudden you're talking about masculinity and things going wrong in society, where was that conversation years ago? Yeah, he's a grifter. Tucker, even though he has some good talking points, right? Fox is trying to be as based as possible, but they can't do it because they're mainstream media. And they're owned by the Monopoly Boys. The small hat gang. The circle and star tribe. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it's it's easy to attack a Jordan Peterson. It's easy to attack a Tucker, a Tucker Carlson, right? It's easy. These are, these are like, Jordan Peterson's an easy target because a, a lot of the shit that he's been going through, you know, him crying or, you know, him tearing up and fucking breaking down during the interview about being considered the king of incels and then a lot of other shit. But yeah, this is all tied into single men. Got it. Uh, they're grifters. They're lying. They're awful. But the problem is actually there. What, what do you think about it? Uh, I think you're up. You know what's funny? It's when when <laughs> the young Turks have a nerve to talk about somebody's grifting. <laughs> These white guys are white people on the left 
They do nothing but grift. They do nothing but hustle race, right? They do nothing but feed into the identity politics. They think a lot of blacks, just like the left, they think blacks are uneducated and they don't know what's going on. You know what I mean? Blacks are the victims. We got police and shit out here. I swear to God, man, I hate this town with a passion. Um, you got you got guys who will use race to explain politics, right? Oh, well, Obama's voting. Everybody should vote for him because he's black. Um, the Young Turks, everybody shouldn't vote. <laughs> everybody should not vote, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, Donald Trump because he's a racist. and He's a white supremacist. These are the same people that spread this propaganda and bullshit. And they have an earth to talk about grifters. Got it right about the consequences of this reality. You know, people just need to fully come to terms with the fact that uh, historically women needed men because that's how the oppression structure was set up. We were hostages. We couldn't have credit cards, couldn't own property, couldn't vote, had no voice. Well, of course we partner up with a man because we needed one so that we didn't starve to death because men used force to keep us under their thumb. Now, hey, look at that. Women using men for protection. What a fucking surprise. Women using men for resources. What a fucking surprise. Right? This is nothing new. Things have evolved. And guess what? We don't need men. So if, if it comes to being in a relationship, it's a matter of bringing something to the table. And if what you bring... Bingo! Bringing something to the table. I'm glad she said that. Like, you know, bringing something to the table. Like money... Uh, like a place to live. Yeah. I'm driving now. I got to get the fuck out of this area. Bringing something to the table. What what, <laughs> what could the woman be talking about there, right? Is it uh, leadership? Um, is it kindness? Does the man bring kindness to the table and the woman opens her legs and... And allows the guy to get everything? No. It's his wallet. It is his wallet. Maybe this is the reason why men are staying single. Because a lot of these women are among... A lot of these women are money-hungry whores. Who knows? To the table is a toddler-like mentality where you are running around, running amok, expecting a mommy and expecting some kind of subordinate, um, you know, concubine kind of setup. No woman wants that. So, of course, you see so many men who are single because they've never realized that they need to actually be tolerable individuals. And as a result, they are single because nobody wants your ass. So, of course, just like a job... If you want to actually do well and actually have the opportunity to have that, you need to develop the skills to be in a relationship. And that's what a lot of men need to do. I agree. And this and this is the reality of it. This is the reality of it. Okay. It's easy for a bitch to just sit back, point the finger and say it's the man's fault. Right. It's the man's fault. It's not. It's not our fault. We don't need men anymore. We don't need men. And these dumb, retarded bitches wonder why guys are single. Now, here's the question that I would like to ask. Are these men 
generally lonely or are they single by choice? Hey, who knows? They could be loners. Maybe they've gotten tired of dealing with the average fucking 304 with nothing to fucking offer. Who knows? But I'll tell you one thing. It's not as bad as the way that they're saying it is. See, it's only it's 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 bad for them when a lot of guys decide to go their own way. When guys decide to be more red pill aware. When guys decide when guys decide to finally learn uh, about woman's nature. Because the reality of it is most of these bitches have nothing to offer you. You are the prize because she expects things from you. See how that goes? Very simple. Because I can I can promise you guys are really not that complex when it comes to finding a woman. But if you if you look at the women, well, go on a dating profile. Look at all the high expectations that she has. But she has a fucking beer belly and she's shaped like a goddamn refrigerator. None of those things are ever brought up. Maybe guys are single, right? For a multitude of reasons. The obesity with women in this country. Uh, let's see. The standards of women in this country. Um, the attitude of the women in this country. The appearance of women in this country. But hey, it's all our fault, man. You know what I mean? We are not alone because we choose to be alone. We're alone because we're losers. I, I think that what you just uh, talked about represents probably the lion's share of this. I bet, I bet there's probably a little bit over the last three decades of you know, some of the you know, begrudging increased acceptance of the LGBTQ community that might be influencing these numbers a little bit. There's some <laughs> economic changes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that you're I think that you're largely right. Hey, guys, if you don't want to date a transformer, if you actually believe in two genders and there's no in between, if you don't want to be affiliated with the Rainbow Mafia, then I guess that's the reason why you're single, really? And I talked about like this whole trapping shit that's going on now, where it's just, just like a bunch of transformers that go on dating apps and they they don't acknowledge the fact that they're transformers. And then they get these guys who actually believe that they're real women, you know, with a vagina that wasn't cut, copied and pasted on a fucking man. And you're going to see you're going to hear about it more and more women and, and trans formers out there are actually shaming straight men for not wanting to date them. Huh? That's something <laughs> you can't make any of this shit up. You can look up everything that I just said. And by the way, it's one of the reasons why people like Tucker Carlson feel that they can play to guys misplaced, uh, like pining for old school masculinity. They won't necessarily all state it, although some do. Keyword old school masculinity. How about we ask this guy, what, what is considered new masculinity? Is it just sitting back being a fucking cuck? Is, it, is, it, is that what new masculinity is? Is it just treating every woman like she's a queen? Is that what real is that is that the new masculine? Because guess what? If that's the new masculine, I'm not that. I don't want to be that. How about how about that? If if being a fucking cuck, right? And and just allowing 
women to run all over you in hopes that she'll be with you or, hey, the new masculinity is being the nice guy. You know what I mean? Like, if all of that is what new masculinity is, you can keep that shit. I'll take old school over new school any day of the week. But they miss being owners of women, basically. Mm -hmm. That's, they wish that they still had that. So anyway, um, so how do guys, see, this, this is how you kill them with logic. How do guys that never experienced that feeling of quote unquote owning a woman, right? How, how does a guy who never experienced old masculinity can say that they miss something that they never was a part of the society that we're in never promoted that whatsoever. How can these guys miss something that was never around? You're talking about old masculinity. You're talking about like the fifties and shit. Give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. Reading about this on psychology today. And there's this guy, Greg Matos who had um, based on his research doing like, uh, you know, group therapy and stuff like that. What he thinks could possibly help this, he says um, upwards of 62% of users on dating apps are men now. There's a disparity there. So there's more competition on the male side. Um, he says recurring dating themes from women of that, that age range they talk to is they prefer men who are emotionally available, good communicators, and share similar values, uh, which seems reasonable to me. Um, the issue is that the guys doing the advice giving for men, I feel like that's not often what their advice is about, about you learning to be emotionally available, supportive, um, uh, independent enough that you can actually live your life without expecting everyone to fill in all the cracks for you, but also able to be a partner. I feel like those are the sorts of things that could actually help to fix this, but that's not where the market is going in terms of the advice. Well, go in that fucking market then, nigga. Stop talking about it. Be about it. If that's what you want to do. But we know you're just a fucking grifter. <laughs> this is a grifter, guys. Yeah. But see, he's grifting bullshit. That's what they do. Just like the fucking piss poor prototype PUAs. Yeah, they'll give you a formula. You gotta pay. You gotta pay fucking a thousand dollars to get a consultation. Right. But here you're spending valuable time listening to these fucking idiots cupped out soy boys. Right. Who they're taking, they're signing a fucking check anyway. So they're never, they're never struggling. Look at this fucking idiot. They're never struggling. I mean, I mean, maybe behind the scenes, you know, maybe this guy talking is getting fucking orders from his fucking wife to do the dishes, learning to be a fucking cuckazoid. He's probably in an open marriage now that I think about it. You know, a lot of these guys on the left are weirdos, man, straight up. They're fucking weirdos. They're weirdos. Niggas who support this shit, man, you guys, you guys are just as bad, if not worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, straight up fucking weirdos, man. With nothing, and, and see, like, nothing logical to explain. It's just a man's fault. You notice, though, like, this guy is no accountability for the women. Zero. This is electronic cucking. Hey, let the women do everything 
destructive to themselves and to men as humanly possible. And hey, let's just continue to blame the men. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. There are so many people out there who are telling men that they need to be masculine and that, that they need to be these stoic creatures who dominate women. Nobody wants that. Once again, nobody wants the extra dominate women thing. You notice how they always add a little extra that that's usually never brought up in this space. Never controlling, never brought up in this space. Yes, being masculine as a man is important. Yes, being stoic as a man is very important. Right. But the whole adding, uh, demanding women, controlling women, like that's just some bullshit. These fucking brainwashed cunts and cucks. That. And also there is nuance in the thought that I want a dominant man, but I don't want a man to dominate me. And it's like if you spend time trying to understand that nuance and try to adapt and also have the skills to be, you know, a solid partner, then great. People will want you to come to the table. But by treating women as though they are possessions or that they uh, deserve to be dominated or supposed to do this, it's like you're going to continue to run into these issues. And again, oh, yeah, you're supposed to be feminine. You're supposed to stay in your fucking place. Yeah, I'm going to say that. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you are supposed to be feminine, right? If you claim to dislike men so much, why do you fucking act like them? Can we ask these women this question? Like, are all of these women closeted lesbians? Is that is that what it is? Like, because really, I'm trying to figure this shit out. Like, you want to change the rules, right? This is what women do. They come in. You've already established what you got. We, we have already established a red pill. And here comes the women. Well, there's a couple of things that you should change about how you say things. Bitch, start your own fucking pill. Do your own talking points. Stay out of our talking points. If you're just going to sit back, bitch and complain and try to pretend because this is all they do. Like this is all they do, right? When somebody, a man mostly, has these talking points, they will add things on to it. All right? Now look. Best example I can I can give is Andrew Tate, right? All this rumors of him being a sex trafficker and him beating women with belts even though the woman admit that, you know, they did this shit on some on some kink shit, like this is just something that, you know, she consented for. But they can still go out there and say that, well, he's a misogynist. He, he hates women. He's, 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 he's bad for men. Why is he bad for men? I bet you he's better than men than what Brittany Renner is better for women. But women still go out there and blatantly support Brittany Renner. So guess what? Guys were going to go out there and blatantly support Andrew Tate. But let's get back to uh, this sloot. Somebody will want you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and look, maybe we'll get 100%. some like incels or whatever they'll watch this and be like, see, the, like this fucking faggot, bro. I don't give a fuck. Fuck this faggot, bro. He's a fucking fag. Like, how big of a man do you feel talking about an incel? Like, this goes back to like the bullying shit. Like, you know, there's situations where like there's a guy in high school, there's a kid in high school that everybody bullies. Or, like, there's the kid in high school that, like, fucking, like, there's a kid in high school that, like, jocks bully, right? And then, like, the one nerd who wants to fit in, wants to join the bullying, but then he ends up getting beat the fuck up. 
You know what I mean? Because that fucking, you know, that fucking nerd, that guy who's getting bullied, he had enough. You guys keep going out there and talking shit about these fucking incels. And it's almost like they're anti, they're, they want, they want the bullshit. They want it. They want these men to go out here and do violent things, right? Just so they can sit back and say, yeah, we were right. We knew these guys were unstable. We knew these, we knew there was something wrong with these guys, probably because you guys keep antagonizing these men. That could be a reason. No, he's not. He's not understand. Well, first of all, look, dude, I'm married, so yeah. I'm not worried about myself. At this I'm a cuck. That's all he's saying. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not an incel. I'm married. I'm happy. See, I have a wife. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. You have a wife. Um, let's see. In a couple years, if you get divorced, just like the rest of the eighty percent of women who divorce their husbands, let's just let's just find out. Let's let time speak for itself. This is like fucking retarded, man. Bullshit. Point. Like, I'm just trying to help you. Uh, but anyway, like, they, they I, I don't know why they can't just follow the money. People are making a killing to diluting these guys and stringing them along when it's really not that complicated. Like, there, there's an increase in, you know, the single lonely man here. Uh, lots of people are still in relationships and it ain't difficult to figure out. And guess what? A lot of people are going their own way and choose to not be in relationships. But guess what? You didn't mention that, did you? You got to bring up the incels. Oh, well, if you're lonely, you you must be an incel. <laughs> like, fucking faggot, dude. Fuck this guy. I'm not. I'm done with this fucking video. What a fucking fag, bro. Like, I don't give a shit. I, 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 this is where I'm going to fly off the handle, dude. Like, because this pisses me off. We sit back and we laugh at a male and we laugh at a man's loneliness as a society. Don't don't get me started with women. They have a field day over a lonely man. But then, like I said before, and time and time again, what happens if that man comes to the understanding that he's better off by himself? He's more focused by himself. He has more money by himself than with a woman. And women only want money today. So fuck those bitches. That's what a lot of those guys are saying. Guess what? I agree with them. You can't convince me any different. I've been studying, researching, reading articles, studying the nature of women for years now. And there's always those patterns. It's not coincidence. Like, oh, well, that's not everybody. Obvious. But it's most. It's the influence in Western civilization that a woman can be strong and independent and don't need a man to a point where she constantly says, I don't need a man. And guess what? The men don't want her in return. So you're only pointing out the lonely men. You're not pointing out these lonely women that I point out on damn near every episode crying and complaining about either A, hitting the wall, not being attractive as she used to be 10 years ago, not having the options that she had 10 years ago. And being a hot fucking miserable mess. But of course, this guy mentioned nothing on the behalf of women. Nothing. Women take and he's doing he's doing a bitch job. You know, bitches don't take responsibility for, for themselves. So why would this guy take responsibility on their behalf? Excellent. I love this shit. Guy's a fucking cuck. The damage report is a fucking dumpster fire. Uh the, the young Turks is a fucking propaganda machine. Right? They're fucking race hustlers. Right. They're on the side of minorities. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck these people, man. Fuck the left. Fuck that shit. Fuck the left. I'm done with it. I'm done with this shit.
And I'm not saying, hey, the right is the best place. No, 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 no. Those cuck rhino Republicans are just as bad, if not worse. These fucking female grifting um, chameleon trad thoughts are the fucking worst. Because at least a lefty, they'll tell you that they're a lefty. They'll tell you all of the dumb, retarded shit that they do. So you automatically know to stay away from them. These fucking cucks on the right, they're just as bad, if not worse, because they kind of they pretend to be your ally. But then you got to do what they tell you to do. And if you don't do what they tell you to do, then you're out of the club. Fuck it. I don't need a club. I don't need affiliation of people. I represent the red pill. I'm not a part of the red pill. I represent the red pill. I represent the crimson capsule. I don't, I am not red pill. I am not crimson capsule. I represent it. It's two differences. I represent the more realistic aspect. In other words, I'm just an everyday individual. I don't have 10, 15 cars. I don't have a big house. I have nothing to sell you. But, yo, keep listening to these guys, man. Like, it's just a fucking embarrassment at this point where we're at in this society. It's an embarrassment. Excuse me. It's an embarrassment. It's a fucking joke. But let's go on to the last video that we have for today. All right. The last video we have is from Special Town. Okay. 12 personality traits of the loner. All right. 12 personality traits of the loner. Okay? Let's continue. Welcome to Social Town. In this video, we are going to learn about 12 special personality traits of people who tend to stay alone. We all know a few people around us who stay introvert. Did I say Special Town or did I say social? Because if I did, I apologize. Let me make sure. Um, I said special, shout out to social town, not special town. My apologies. And alone, these people don't like interacting with many people. They're happy doing things by themselves. It's just that they enjoy time with themselves more than with others. They focus more on self-growth and they possess outstanding personality traits. There's nothing wrong to be a bit of a loner because we all need some personal time with ourselves. It's great for mental health stability because this way we realize ourselves. Please consider subscribing to our channel for more informational videos, which cover wellness to self-improvement, relationships, and more. Following are the outstanding personality traits acquired by people who tend to stay alone and peaceful in their own place. Number one, they value time. The most important thing for people who tend to be alone is their time. They respect and know the worth of time more than any other thing in their life. They know- Some people will say time is money, which it is. Time is money. You want to sit back, waste your time amongst amongst other motherfuckers who really don't give a shit about you? These fucking hood... Man, I, I hate these motherfuckers, bro. I don't even know these niggas. And I don't like them. Anyway, you can waste your time chasing women or you can waste your time chasing money. Now, some people will say... Well, money is the root of all evil. 
And a lot of people are fucking stupid. And they don't know the Bible like that. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Please rewrite. Please reread the book before you decide to mention this every fucking time. There's so many guys I'll say, well, money is the root of all evil. No, for the love of money is the root of all evil. Which very interesting. If you take L-O-V-E and spell it backwards, guess what it will spell? Evil. Love can be misguided. Love can be evil. But if you chase money, if you chase something that doesn't run away from you, you may have an easier time to get it than to chase a bitch. I'm just being honest. Now that the most important and worthy asset for being successful in life is valuing time. So the most important trait of such people is that they do not waste their own time, nor of someone else's. One significant thing is that they even do not allow someone to waste their time. As they don't hang out with people a lot, they use their time. Introverts use their time in studying or learning skills instead of hanging out with friends. It never means that the loners dislike people or they don't have friends. These people have the most amazing friendships because they know how to respect and value time. Number two, being self-aware. We know many people who do not acknowledge their feelings or emotions. Instead of accepting their feelings, they tend to ignore them. This is not the case for the people who enjoy being alone. They embrace and accept their feelings wholeheartedly and acknowledge them. Since loners spend most of their time with themselves, they develop a tremendous level of self-awareness. This is a prominent trait because it also helps them understand other people around better. When people accept their feelings and acknowledge them, they can communicate better. Number three, having a strong willpower. Another important trait in them is that they have a strong will and can stand any tough situation which comes in their way. They have a good habit of maintaining focus. Many people can feel exhausted from hectic situations and feel demotivated at some point in their lives. Loners, on the other hand, spend time with themselves and get charged. This way they can also find solutions to their problems and have strong coping skills. These skills... And there you go. That, that in a lot of ways... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. That, in a lot of ways, ties into self-development. That ties into being introspective, right? Being able to acknowledge if you do something wrong, right? Almost more so than when you do something right. I learned to be very critical with what I have going on, with my situation. I learned to not give a fuck about other people's situation. Now, this may sound selfish, but they don't give a shit about my situation. In terms of being a loner, a lot of us who are loners today, in the past, well, in the past, we had groups of what we considered at the time to be friends. We would help these people out if, if, if in fact, they were in need. But then a lot of us found ourselves in situations where we needed help. We were in need. And a lot of these people who we've helped in the past did not come along. You see that? That's the reality of it. So to be able to be aware of yourself, a.k.a. evaluate yourself and then evaluate your surroundings, you will be better off. You will know who you should deal with and who you shouldn't. Help to get through hard moments. Coping skills help you accept things and deal with difficult situations in life. The loners are level-headed people. 
who stay focused and motivated towards their will. Number four, broad-minded. Staying alone does not mean having a narrow and rigid vision. Rather, people who stay alone are welcoming towards opportunities and are very open-minded to accept them. Yep. They're always ready for new ideas and pursuits. They love to have... Step outside of that box. It's just like I said earlier. As a black man, when you step outside of your circle, you step outside of the box that people expect you to be in, the people around you are going to be more of the enemies than the people outside of your area. It's always the case. Trust me. It's always the case. You can step outside of that comfort zone politically. You can be more open-minded. Look at two sides of the coin before choosing one. Fresh adventures and like to explore new things. Just because they don't prefer crowded places does not mean that they have hesitation and reluctance for new ideas. They accept new ideas wholeheartedly. Number five, clear boundaries. Another glorious thing about them is that there are clear boundaries. They understand them, so they know well what they like to allow and what they object to. They have very strong values. Even though they are not surrounded by many people, they don't feel alone. They like to stay in their boundaries. At the end, if people are not faithful to themselves, they cannot be faithful to other people. If others think of loners as rude or selfish, let them know that we are not here to please everyone, right? There you go. Number six. Exactly. This is what I deal with at the workplace. This is what I deal with in uh, family gatherings. Like, yeah, we're family, but it doesn't necessarily mean we're cool like that. Like, yeah, I work alongside with you. Doesn't mean that you get to know about what I do outside of work. You got to learn when to keep things professional. Now, you may find people, and this goes along with being alone long enough and getting being aware of other people. You may find people that you click with that's different. Another thing that I bring up, right? And these loud ass fucking bastards walking. Another thing that I bring up is being socially selective, right? So you reach a point, you're doing what you need to do, you're at the job, you may find somebody who you get along with, okay, you communicate with them. That, that conversation that you have with that person, you don't have that conversation with everybody else. You become socially selective. Words are important. Actions are more important. A lot of people just live by talking. They're not making any steps and bettering themselves. And this is how the red pill became what it is now, which is just seen as, hey, just pick up artists and dating coaches. Motherfuckers are ignoring the self-development. They're ignoring the self-improvement. Some guys will even ignore the nature of women and just go for, hey, let me just get a six pack. Let me let me get six pack abs. Let me get a six pack. Let me get some game and let me go back into the field. That's it's the same shit. But then you have the guys who are more like socially selective, like, all right. And guys who have common sense, like PUAs are some of the biggest simps out there. You are teaching men to pedestalize women, go up to women, give them a compliment, do this, do that. Hey, everything ain't for everybody. Well aware of their weaknesses and strengths. Loners realize their strengths and weaknesses well. They know it well that there is always time for improving themselves, even yeah. if they're doing fine. Self-improvement is only possible when a person knows himself and understands his own weaknesses and strengths. Lack of self-awareness leads to the extent of feeling that there is no need for improvement. Such people grow less. If a person is well aware of his own imperfections, he holds his head up and feels confident in himself. You know what's funny about this? 
it's like the opposite when it comes to a lot of women today, especially on social media. Women are just obese, morbidly overweight, like, and they don't acknowledge the fact that they're overweight because they don't have to because society puts them on a pedestal. So as I said before, like, how can those women be better? How can those women lose weight? How can these women be healthier when you have nothing but soy boys and simps and these other women who ate on to their destruction? Oh, you're fine. No matter what, you know, the bitch is fucking five chicken nuggets away from a heart attack. Number seven, empathetic. Loners are the most empathetic people in the world. They spend time with themselves and have a better understanding of their feelings. So when an individual knows himself, accepting other person's feelings is natural. This makes loners very empathetic and kind towards others. Because of their empathetic nature, they can find positive and bright sides, even if the situations are negative. They will find a solution to any situation, disturbing to any person around them. Number eight, guided by intuition. The intuition is the primary guide for them, as this leads to the best things waiting for us on our journey of life. The gut instincts are real, and it comes when we have to make any certain decision. It's easy to rely on them. Loners trust their intuition and go accordingly because they believe it will lead them to an amazing adventure in life. Number nine, never depend on someone. Best thing about them is that they don't need to depend on someone for anything in their life. The reason is that they stay alone and like to get their things done by themselves. In relationships, they still prefer to maintain their integrity and like to do things in their own way. Because when we depend on someone, it's likely that they try to hurt us and feel low about ourselves depending on them. So when a person is self-sufficient, he respects himself and gets respected by others. Number 10, very kind and compassionate. Being a loner is the best description of being compassionate and kind towards others. Uh, yeah, uh, not really. <laughs> I mean, there is, I think there is different type of loners out there. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I give you guys my perspective, you know, having a circle of friends and then realizing that just because you have this, this circle, this large circle of friends doesn't mean everybody's necessarily in your corner. And I always talk about how some people are around you only for what you have to offer. And if you don't have those things, they won't be around you. A lot of us loners, excuse me, a lot of us loners went through that. And now our attitude towards just opening our hearts and opening our minds to people around us, it's tested. So I don't, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with this, but from my perspective, I don't agree are compassionate and they spread love as it is a very necessary piece in life. Being loved makes you feel very good and important. It shows how passionate a person is for his things. This is the best quality to witness in such people. Number 11, courageous. An important part of their virtue is that they are brave and courageous. They're not afraid to face challenges alone. Because they've been doing their business themselves, they bear on challenges and are not afraid to fight them alone. This is the strongest quality of their trait. A person who is spending his time alone learns many ways to face challenges himself. The determination to be alone is the courage to encounter the inner values and acknowledge them as they are. Number 12, self-loving. The most important trait which must be possessed by everyone is to be self-loving. People who face depression feel low for themselves. Loners are self-loving and confident in their abilities. Self-esteem is the beginning stage for having the option to love and show love to other people. Without adoring yourself, 
it is difficult to be benevolent in a relationship with anybody. If you possess these personality traits, then you are one of the unique individuals. You're confident and you possess precious qualities. The one who knows how to stand on his own in life is very successful. You grow as a person when you enjoy being alone. Please let us know in the comments below what you think about staying alone. Do you enjoy being alone? All right. So let me let me just go over some things, right? Being a loner isn't the best thing in the world because, well, being alone can be beneficial to a lot of men, but only to those who have that mindset, only to those who are comfortable in their own skin, only for those who are not afraid to step outside of the box. Um, a lot of guys are forced to be loners. That's a different scenario. When you are forced to be a loner, which in a lot of ways, I, I, I go along with this category where you've had the people around you, you realize that none of those people were there for your best interest, but you in return was there for damn near everybody else's best interest. You learn to say, fuck it. I'm not dealing with people. It's best to deal with my problems on my own and let those people deal with their problems on their own as well. I've had burden buddies. I, I did an episode about that. I had a friend who would only hit me up when something fucked up was going on. When he had good things going on in his life, I've heard nothing from him. You see that? Like that that ties into everything. So it's not just relationships to be a loner. It's 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 being a loner when it comes to people. Now, as a loner, you may be on the quest of finding like-minded people. It's not just people in general you want to have conversations meaningful conversations conversations of, of of some form of substance of some form of importance no more small talk oh what's going on with the sports teams let's talk about what's going on with politics oh well that's not important to those people but they'll fight argue and complain over a goddamn sports team these are the people i can't stand to communicate with but i'm honest and transparent enough to acknowledge that right now, I think I talked about this a little bit earlier before I wrap this shit up. The difference between a loner and a loser is this, right? A loner is comfortable in his own skin. A loner can be by himself. He doesn't need people around him to feel good. He may have a couple of friends that he deals with. Like, I talk about it openly here. I don't have friends like that. Like, people I can really conversate with about these subjects and they have an understanding of it see what i mean so that to me is a friend that i don't have now people that i just talk to about smoking weed and dumb shit like that okay that's an associate that's an acquaintance it's not a friend a loser is a person who chases company of others a loser is a person who chases validation by being with a group of people and without those people, you can see these individuals every day. When they're with the people that they're around, they have this confidence. You know what I mean? They're the loudest in the room. But when they're by themselves, they're church mouses. They need that validation and they need they need that company of others to be who they feel that they are, which they're not even being themselves. As I always say, when you spend your time chasing others, and that, that can come from pussy. You can be chasing validation. You can be chasing everything in the world. You will lose your navigation. You will lose your path. 
you will lose your path. And before I wrap this up, I had something that I shared on Facebook that I shared probably in 2009 or some shit like that, that I want to go over. I reshared it today and it kind of motivated me to go on this subject along with my homeboy, Randy. Once again, shout out to Randy. Happy belated birthday to the homie. Um, where is this at? New path and navigation. Now, this is something that I wrote. I have written three years ago, November 12, 2019. All right. Now, I kind of wrote this all fucked up. I'm going to try to fix the grammar as I go along reading this. I can honestly say, and this is how it goes. I can honestly say that this note compared to my last is on the same subject, but with the change of mind, with, with the change of state of mind. I'm still alone most of the time, yet I find a sense of peace in it. I'm not what you would call a positive person, but I've been striving for a more meaningful purpose in this lone journey called life. I realize my flaws, even though I continuously made mistakes, expecting something to change or even someone to change it and make it meaningful. I was always the quote-unquote romantic type, the quote-unquote nice guy who felt that being chivalrous was a requirement, therefore I would be cast aside. I don't blame anyone but self. This is a progressive and introspective way of thinking that I've adapted, or more honestly, I always had this on my mind. Disclaimer, this will be personal, more therapeutic than a rant. I came across the community based on men who are on the same boat as me. Alone, alone, who once had little to no hope on bettering themselves and their chances on helping and bettering others. Yet, through their stages of loneliness, they've learned, let me scroll down, they've learned to focus on the improvement of themselves rather than just bitch and moan about how life is fucked up. Trust me, my past notes prove that I've made progress. I no longer have hatred or animosity towards exes. Um, I'm simply able to put that focus on myself for deciding to be in relationships with them. This is the introspective aspect. A lot of people will tell you that your past doesn't matter. I honestly laugh when I hear this because it reminds me how gullible people are. Yes, your past matters, but shouldn't haunt you and dictate causes in the future. I've made this mistake enough to acknowledge it and understand why I did it. And most importantly, why I should never do it again. That being said, I have more hope for change. True and fulfilling change. I now have a more thought-provoking view on relationships, woman's nature, and pedestalizing of such. This way of thinking is considered red pill. Yes, it's inspired by a matrix, excuse me, it's inspired, inspired by a matrix analogy. But take away the NWO conspiracy theories and physics and replace them with the realization of the sexual marketplace and the Darwinism or the Darwinist, a.k.a. only the strongest survive nature of dating and relationships. This is usually an easy target for feminists who are chomping at the bit 
for any information exposing their hypergamy and double standards in the form of entitlement and lack of expectations. Oh, my bad. Entitlement and lack of accountability. Um, I will not say this is a flaw of all women, but what I will say is that these feminists have a strong social influence on entertainment and society as a whole. My direct opinions, even without red pill knowledge, will offend those women, and I cannot and will not change that. I stuck to that word ever since. Anyway, this is considered maturity in a sense. I now can make content on my past experiences, my past experiences in toxic relationships, past fuck ups on my end, and ways to handle these situations without getting angry or hold grudges on things in the past. Women as a whole is never and should never be the problem. It is simply our misunderstood judgments and interactions with the degree of feminist, right? With the, well, with the degree of feminine, feminist influential women of today. I'm sorry, I butchered the fuck out of this. Oh, God, this isn't to say there aren't women who don't follow the direct slut culture, but they are being influenced to do so. Therefore, they will have to be generalized. I understand that I'm not going to win women over with just game and cheesy one-liners. I believe in true progress through true work and effort. Um, I'm more of a doer now than just a talker and thinker. I still think, right? I think a lot about where I'll be in the future, but I am more concerned with what I'm currently doing to ensure such possibilities. I don't seek love. I never did. I seek and will always seek companionship with women. No longer will I put one woman as a priority only an accessory. If this offends, I can care less. Most women will never deal with the level of rejection and pressure of being a man in this generation. I've simply found an outlook to speak my mind, yet be mindful of those listening. The future notes will be more specific. I'm just grateful for being in a better state of mind. This is in 2019. I typed it in so many fucked up ways, but it's it's very meaningful and there's a lot of substance in it. And it's pretty much the path and the road that I'm on, self-development. I hope this episode was beneficial, probably not the most entertaining episode, but a more serious episode, uh, a more serious episode, nevertheless. So, as I always say, it's 545 p.m., it's not the end of another day, but it pretty much looks like it because it's already dark. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, thought-provoking episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.